Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, September. September 9th, and we have, oh boy, we've got some LA Rams football to talk about on this podcast, but we've also got multiple best bets at the end of the podcast. Best bets did not go well Thursday, Uh, and we have a special guest, David Baker. He is very popular in these waters. The Super Contest winner, the Circa runner-up, I think it was. The guy's a gambling machine on the NFL, so we'll go through a bunch of games of teams that he likes. He is vacationing with a bunch of buddies at Parts Unknown. Really nice setup. I think you guys will enjoy Mr. Baker. But first, Rob G. <sighs> Super Bowl favorite, Buffalo Bills. Looked kind of good, didn't they? Kinda, kinda, just a little bit? I mean, did they look good or did the Rams look bad? Oh, well, okay. So the... Rams lost three starters from their defensive team in the Super Bowl. The, the, Von Miller was one of them. Von Miller had two sacks, three tackles for loss. The Bills had seven sacks of Stafford. So was that Bills look great with Von Miller or Rams' new offensive line? Eh, 
great, not great. Probably a little of both. Sure. I, you know what? I, I watched the game, and, and Buffalo looked at as advertised. I mean, it, were it not for those turnovers, it should have been like yeah. 45 to 10. Bro, they did not punt. They went 9 for 10 on third down. They had 7.1 yards per play, over 400 yards. And as you said, four turnovers. This could have been a massive bloodbath. And it felt, felt like it was, right? Oh, it really felt like it was. I mean, the, the problem, I mean, the Rams have a lot of problems, you know, stemming from they lose their left tackle, Whitworth, for tires. They lose their, their best deep threat, OBJ. They never replace him. Van Jefferson's hurt. Um, Allen Robinson's a possession Ooh. receiver. Allen Robinson. Uh, yeah, is, I mean, are, we, are we sure he's even that, Rob? No, he's not a deep threat. He's a, he's a possession guy. He's just a, I, is he? Could, yeah, could he get open? He is. One the catch on two targets? The, the problem is that, you know, because Matthew Stafford has this elbow injury, he never practiced. So he got zero chemistry with Allen Robinson, which, as you notice, he was only throwing last night to Cooper Cup and, and late Tyler Higby. Like, he was locked yeah. into the same two guys all night. Cup 15 targets, 13 catches, buck 28, a sick touchdown. Um, it, it is interesting. Sorry, interesting you say that he only threw to Cup. So on the broadcast, they talked about the Bills playing a little of that too high shell, the same way that they attack that everybody attacks Patrick Mahomes these days. And m- from my perspective, okay, great, uh, you know, Stafford can find holes, and he did with Cup. But for whatever reason, I don't think Robinson could find the holes in the zone, right? Well, I saw Rob- at, at least two, two plays. Targets? I saw at least two plays on rollouts where he was open and Stafford just didn't get in the ball. And I don't know. I, I, I don't, what do we make of the Stafford elbow injury? Do you think that's an issue? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's okay. But when you have a new receiver, it's, you know, I could be wrong here, but I think it's important to build some kind of rapport with him. And the fact that he hasn't thrown basically all camp is not a good sign. And then the other problem with the Rams is when you are so top heavy on your roster and yeah. they really only have like six or seven, like, Really good players and then just a bunch of dudes. And the problem with that is Stafford was terrible. Um, Allen Allen Robinson was invisible. And Jalen Ramsey had the worst game of his career. Dude, Ramsey got cooked. So on the sideline, there was a great play by Diggs. A tremendous throw by Allen. And listen, we're five minutes and I haven't even talked about how great Josh Allen was. There's a reason he's the MVP favorite, guys. Like Josh Allen looked like unstoppable. He looks like Cam Newton meets Patrick Mahomes. Like he's... Bobby Wagner challenged him at the one-yard line, and he dump-trucked him the way I would like run over my 11-year-old if he tried to tackle me. Like Josh Allen looked like a, just a giant going through. I don't know if Bobby Wagner's a Hall of Famer, but I mean Bobby Wagner was a great, great linebacker for a long time in this league. And Josh Allen went right through him, um, slinging it downfield. Uh, now, I'm sure Jalen Ramsey will argue that, oh, I thought we were in zone. I thought I had help on that. Like Diggs ran right by him, and then just—I don't know if you saw the the celebration. He tapped the head like it was a dunk on his head. I didn't know that was an NFL thing. Did you? I did not. I, but I, I do like seeing cool. it in the NFL. I do like. <laughs> I, it. I, think, I thought it looked cool. It, it, it was new, and I think we're going to see a lot of that this year. Um, Gabriel Davis looked good. His prop hit. Now I bet that I put it on Instagram stories. I don't know if everybody saw it, but I went over on Davis. Robinson was a massive bust. Like honestly, Rob, if they're if they're not going to get him unlocked. This team's in trouble, and I did host the herd last Monday. And one of the takes was, and this was not like some hot take for the show. And um, the, the, the producer who we both know, Ryan Music, he was my producer way back, and you work with him. You know, he was like flummoxed 
when I said that there's a chance the Rams could miss the playoffs. Now, I'm not saying that after one loss that they're going to miss the playoffs. But the, the schedule is brutal. They got eviscerated by a really good team on the schedule. And like you said, they are very top-heavy. Ramsey did not look locked in. Stafford, I don't know, three picks. He was under duress all the night. And the offensive line has to play better. I don't know that helps on the way. Cam Akers, what, doghouse? What's going on? I, I mean, all I'm hearing is, oh, Cam Akers. I think Matthew Barry was hyping Cam Akers. Was he not? He was. And, and like, he didn't get a carry for the first two quarters. I don't know if he got one in the first half. And it was a Daryl Henderson show running into a brick wall. Like, listen, there's going to be overreaction Friday, obviously. I'm not tossing the Rams out. As Rob said, they didn't look good. Like, I, I mean, Rob, zero points in the second half. Like, they, they just looked inept. Uh, and, and now, listen, they'll rebound next week against the Falcons. They should, they should tear apart the Falcons. After that, at Cardinals, at Niners, first Cowboys, we'll see about the Panthers, Niners, Bucks, Cardinals. Like, it's going to get tough, man. I, I don't know, Rob. I, I, again, you want to avoid the overreactions, but it's not a good start for the Rams on an island game. No, not at all. Uh, I think if I had to break it down to one word, at least for the Rams' offense, I mean, the defense— I thought that they were okay. I mean, the, the problem is you need Jalen Ramsey to be elite for them to be good, and he was bad, so that, that's just what's going to happen, especially against a good offense. But for the Rams' offense, slow. They looked very slow. They, they looked plotting. Daryl Henderson, to your point, couldn't get you know beyond the line of scrimmage without getting ran into. Allen Robinson has never been a burner. Cooper Cup gets open better than almost anybody in football, but I don't think anyone's ever going to say that he's a deep threat. That's just not his game. He, he's well, good. he can be. Remember the Bucks playoff game? He got him deep. Yeah, but I mean, that's not that's not what you think of when you think of of Cooper Cup. Like, you don't look at him as a Odell Beckham Jr. even. Like, he's not that kind of receiver. Um, and with OBJ, bringing him up again, that him not being there and Van Jefferson being hurt, who was it, Swernick? Scored. I mean, I'd never heard of that guy. Yeah, he, I looked like a plotter out there to me. Tyler Higby looked like a tight end, like he's fine, but he's not stretching the defense. So it's a lot of Cooper Cup in these slim routes and and over routes, and it's just like I don't know how you're able to unlock the rest of that team if everybody can play you 15 yards and in. I, so I just don't it, see it. What's the panic level? If you're a Rams fan, 10 is, it's DEFCON 1, we are effed, season in massive jeopardy, and 1 is, listen, we played the best team in the league, we got worked, we got some work to do on the offensive line, it's okay, this, there's 17 games left, or 16 games left. Uh, Three? I'm not, not worried about oh, that. No. Well, you're not really that worried? No. I, I mean, don't know, man. I mean, like, look, Sean McVay is a good coach. They, they, I saw uh, last night on Twitter they were in 11 personnel, which 11 personnel means one tight end, three receivers all game. Yeah. And when two of your receivers are not separating, you know, taking, taking any kind of space, it's just it's Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. And, and as good as Cooper Cup is, he cannot be your only option. Yeah. He cannot be the only threat on your offense. I had him in fantasy, by the way. Congratulations. I know people care. I was going against the Bills defense, which kind of sort of feasted and had a shit ton of points. Um, all right. Without further ado, listen, it's a big weekend. Monday we will be back. Um, but first, we got David Baker. We got picks at the end. Enjoy it. 
football guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a uh, big-time guest, obviously. He is, uh, I don't want to call him a gambling savant because he's going to probably get all weird about that, but the guy is a big-time poker player. He has done extremely well in the big-money Vegas NFL season-long contests. He tells me he's in two of them and the Survivor. I'm in a Survivor pool where like the pot's like 82000 and you got a decent chance. I, was, I narrowly missed it last year because of the damn Chargers against the Texans. That being said, let's bring in David Baker. David, how are you, man? I'm awesome. Thanks for having me, and uh, congratulations on uh, on your new gig with uh, Colin. Pretty oh exciting. yeah, thanks a lot, man. It's it's fun. It's uh, I, I'm able to keep the lines open all morning and just watch gambling lines during the show. He's like, yeah, what? Any big moves? Like mention them. So you know, for instance, Week One Cardinals Chiefs. I don't know if you saw this, but like I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. One of these syndicates hit it, and it goes from four and a half to six. And I'm like, is there some injury news? Like what the hell's going on? It's I don't know how often, David, or you want to talk about the process, but having that Don Best screen open and just watching it light up is really something to behold. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the line moves are obviously generated by, you know, just a couple of syndicates. So sometimes you have to kind of parse through what's real and what's not. Sometimes, you know, they put false action in there just to get it, get the line to a spot where they want so they can come back on the other side, you know, more on a um, – to an independent book or something per se that may use the lines that that get artificially moved but yeah I, I did notice that line and uh i think that's just a basic distrust in the market right now for the cardinals and um you know hard to really argue with them i mean the cardinals uh have a lot of question marks going into the season so exactly. i think it kind of stems from that and the people were a little worried about the chiefs coming off of the you know the off season they had but feels like the market has kind of come back to liking the Chiefs. So I'm, I'm really not surprised that market uh, has moved in that direction. I, I got to ask, is there like, do you have like a handicapping idea for week one? I know everybody's been waiting to gamble on football and fantasy and survivor and all this stuff for, for like six months, seven months now. And a lot of people want to fire. I think I've got like five teasers out there, uh, probably at least 19 wagers already. Okay. And it's a little crazy. And over the weekend, you know, more stuff's going to pop up. Um, parlays, te- like, you just get excited, right? Do you have a strategy when you enter week one, like, hey, try to contain yourself. It is a long marathon, not a sprint. Absolutely not. I am a DGen first <laughs> and foremost. I like the action. I, I want to be in on, I want to be on, in on every game in some way. Um, so I kind of sprinkle out everything and then I, I fire hard things that I like. Um, obviously with the contest survivors, daily fantasy, season long fantasy mm. bets, there's, there's so much action in every game, but, um, no, I, I, I just, just, just sprinkle it out there. Um, I'm yeah. not, I'm not one of the, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm like sharp action. I mean, I don't really get my information from anybody. I don't have, you know, I don't have access to, you know, underground information. I'm just uh, like a lot of the viewers and, and whatnot. I just try to, you know, bet on my ability to, to handicap the market better than others. Um, that's really why I like the contest. I mean, you're not paying juice. You're really just putting yourself um, in a 
low risk, high reward type situation. Obviously, you're not going to win or even contend very often. But for those years that you do get to contend, it's a, you know, attack a lot of fun and you can turn a small amount of money into a large amount of money. And that's really kind of what I like to do. And I, I do like to sprinkle on the, you know, the games individually. But, um, you know, with that, you you know that if you're not really shopping juice and big, like it's very hard to win as a gambler um, unless you have, you know, inside information on line movements and things like that. So um, I come at it more from a recreational side, but a smart recreational uh, gambler is what I would say that I am. Um, I'm not you know, professional from a, from a standpoint of, you know, I'm hooked up with, with the syndicates or anything like that, but I do have, I do know some sharp people and I do, um, you know, bounce my takes off of them and, and vice versa. But, um, I would say I'm just a smart, smart wreck. Okay. Where would you like to start David for week one? Um, I, I, I position this, let's go to survivor first. Can we just get that out of the way? Because usually, I mean, I have had a lot of success in survivor, this week one, David, at as hard as I've ever seen. There's so many road favorites. And my strategy is just keep it simple in September. Nothing exotic. Uh, take take the free points or the free wins. And, and, and I'm looking up to, down the board. There's not really one home team that I like. I, I'm leaning toward Colts or Chiefs just because I trust Andy Reid. And, I, and I'd like to go against two um, new coaches, if you will. I know uh, Lovey's been around for a minute. But am I missing a layup somewhere? Like, I, I think the Bengals are going to win, but I'm probably betting and putting the Steelers in the contest, so I can't take the Bengals in a divisional matchup in Survivor. Where are you looking in Survivor? Yeah, um, I haven't discussed with my partner what we're going to do, but if it's up to me, I've, I have some personal uh, Survivors, and then I have the bigger ones with, with my partner. Um I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are my favorite. They're my favorite play, both spread-wise and survivor-wise. Um, I I really like this Bengals team. I feel like they still kind of feel like the second child to the Steelers, uh, and they whooped up on them last year. I mean, they beat them 44-10 and 24-10. So yeah. uh, I, feel, I, I think this Bengals team, even though a lot of Sharps are down on them uh, just because they did have a lot of variance luck on their side, I still think it's the same team that went to the Super Bowl with a better offensive line. And we're looking at a Steelers team that is not very good up front and it's not very scary offensively. They have a quarterback that played a couple of halves in the preseason, but really hasn't been a starter in a couple of years um, mm -hmm. with a new system. Uh, and and the, the, the Bengals fans haven't seen this team since they beat the Raiders in the wild card game. So they've gone on the road. They went on the road to beat the Titans and the Chiefs and then had Super Bowl. And I think this stadium will be fired up. Joe Burrow, to me, is just the kind of guy that has, you know, he's just got that fire. He reminds me of, you know, that Brady win at all costs just hmm. kind of guy. So I don't think he's going to rest on the laurels of the Super Bowl. So I like the Bengals. I looked at their their schedule. Um, my philosophy on Survivor is, a, is you know, multifaceted. Um, I do look down the line, and I do want to – save teams that have better spots. The Bengals, even though I really forecast them to have a good year, their schedule really doesn't have a whole lot of layups in it. Um, so I like this spot against the Steelers uh, at home. I don't see a lot of layup spots for them. I do like... Well, the Fal Falcons. What about Falcons October 23rd? Um at home, it looks like. I don't actually have the Survivor grid, grid next to me, but I... Oh, I, I think didn't even there know was, there was a grid. Yeah, just Google <laughs> Survivor grid. 
Wow, somebody has built one of those. Jeez. Yeah, there's a survivor grid and you can actually like map it out, but you can also see it color codes like based on the the what the forecasted lines are. So you can see like certain weeks, there's like three or four or five, you know, mm -hmm. dark green spots. So there's a lot of options that week. So oh, there might have right. just there might have just been other options that week that the Bengals were. And uh, that can help you kind of see the schedule just in all of its glory. Uh, with the with the Colts, I, I would not advise using them this week just because they're going to have the Colts. I mean, they're going to have the Texans and the Jags on the schedule at home. And mm -hmm. I know they struggled in, in a couple of spots like that last year, but um, I like the Colts just this year in general. So I don't really think this is the best spot to use them. I'd rather save them for one of those weeks. Yeah, look. Looks like they have Jacksonville week six. This survivor grid's incredible, guys. Just sur Google survivor grid. Uh, but they played Texans week 18. That's yeah, a so, long way to so save I would probably I would probably look at the Jag spot. Um, I don't really remember off the top of my head. It's on my phone, which is in the other room. But uh, I think there were, there were some other spots, too. I mean, I like the Colts to win, you know, almost as many games or equal number of games as the Bengals. And I think there's more spots to use the Colts. So mm. I would rather have the Bengals at home than the Colts on the road. Um, also a team that I, I, I don't think you're going to like this one, but if you're in a, if you're in a really large survivor pool and you want to just get completely off the board, um, especially this circus survivor contest. So it really kind of depends on how your survivor contest is built. If yours is built where you have to pick, multiple teams deep in the deep in the pool or if you have to have like a thanksgiving and a christmas oh, so you I have extra that. weeks yeah. uh, i think you have to you're gonna have to take some chances early i think somebody that i like this week is washington um, oh damn it i like the jags i already bet them yeah so i i think i think there's never going to be a spot i'm going to like the like washington and they're at home versus an inferior team in my opinion so even though i don't really like washington as a team i think if you're looking to gamble uh early and want to just hope that one of these chalk teams loses and get that team out of your way that you're never going to use i kind of like washington as a as a thought um so i'm, I'm kind of leaning cincy washington uh I don't know. I've talked to my partner and see what he likes, but that's yeah. kind of where I'm at right now. Let me push back on Cincinnati a bit. Um, divisional dogs have been a, a, an interesting story the last couple of years in week one. Mike Tomlin, as a, a divisional underdog, 19-6-2 against the spread. I, I, again, I know that's a trend and we don't, you never want to just bet trends, but you couple that with the Super Bowl loser in their season opener going 4-18 and against the spread since 2000. Again, I again, trend is just part of the equation, but any of that at all give you pause. Um, and remember, the Bengals last year, I think, were underdogs in like 15 games, and now they're favored in something like 14 games. So it's like a, a total, like last year, every time you bet the Bengals, they were dogs. This year, you're betting them, and they've got to not only win, but cover. I just burrow with the appendectomy, brand new offensive line. Like he hasn't had one snap against an opponent with that four new offensive line starters. Um, I just I can see you know Pittsburgh went into Buffalo last year week one and the defense was incredible. I can see them kind of you know rallying around Tomlin and putting up a good fight. Any of that make any sense to you? I mean, there's no sure thing. I mean, I you can yeah, make yeah. a case for all of these. I mean, do you want to take Trey Lance in his first game on the road, even though no, the Bears are terrible? You know, do you want to take? the Ravens on the road, even though Joe Flacco's terrible. I mean, kind of do yeah. you kind of do, but the thing is with the Ravens, I mean, there are plenty of other spots to take them. There are other great other spots for the Niners, 
they're good spots for the Colts. Um, I didn't really love the Bengals spots, but I, I, none of that really concerns me. When, when you look at it and you say like, well, the division dog is X. I mean, Vegas knows all this. Yes. It's built into the price. So if you have a six and a half point favorite, it doesn't matter. It's on the road. It's at home. It's division. It's not a six and a half point favorite is going to win X amount of times. I mean, that's really just all it comes down to. So I, that's really just not a, not an issue for me. I think the, I think the Bengals have less spots where I want to use them throughout the year. And I trust this team. I trust Burrow. Um, yeah, obviously Pittsburgh can be frisky and has been frisky, but if you put this Pittsburgh roster on, on, in the bears uniforms. I mean, are we really that in love with it? I mean, it's Mitch Trubisky. It's a terrible offensive line. It's not a very good defense. Um, I mean, I don't see where the Steelers are any better than the Bengals at any, at any spot. So, I mean, they still have Jamar chase. They still have T Higgins. They still have Tyler board Boyd, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. I mean, I don't think this is going to be an issue. I don't think they're going to come out flat. Um, but hey, that's what's great about it is uh, these lines are set up to, so that there's equal opinion on both sides. I mean, they don't set it up so that we're all betting one way. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with all that. Obviously, I just uh, I don't like Pittsburgh long term. I just think this week they'll put up a fight. All right, all right. So moving on from Survivor. So now you're you're in the Vegas contest. I think it pays out. The circa one is like four point three million or three point nine or I I don't know what the number is. But you got to pick five every week. Again, like just like Survivor, this is a tough week. Uh, the, the only one that I'm locked in on, and uh, short of a massive injury, I won't change my mind, is the Giants. It looks like they are six in the contest. It was six. I bet it's six and a half in Vegas last week. It's down to five and a half. Um, any thoughts on Giants Titans, David? Yeah, I, I, I like the Giants. I like that call. Um, there's a chance they'll be on our card as well. Um, the only thing I don't like about the Giants is I do think they're going to be kind of popular. I don't think the masses like Tennessee. And in these contests, when faced with kind of similar information, I mean, when there's not really like huge line movement or injury or something that is a reason for it, I kind of try to stay off of chalkier picks just because, you know, when you win a majority of the field wins, so you don't really want to take teams too often that are like 30, 35% owned. And I think the Giants might get there because just the overall sentiment of Tennessee's offense took a big hit in the offseason. And are they really the type of team that that we want to be laying almost a touchdown with? This Giants team's got some preseason buzz, Dable. Um, so, yeah, I could see the Giants being popular, but I do like the Giants. Uh, there's a good chance they'll be on the on the card as well for us. Maybe that's a good way to attack it. Who else do you think will be popular in the contest? I would posit that people seem to love the Detroit lions for the full season. I saw that one of the most popular bets for season win totals because they finished strong last year. We had Aaron Schatz on the podcast and he made a point about how like, Hey, you know, there's zero correlation historically to finishing the season strong and then playing well the next season. I kind of like the Eagles on the road. Uh, Force, I don't love that number, but any thoughts on that? Yeah, I like the Eagles, and I will probably have the Eagles uh, mm-hmm. across the board on the card. I like them for the for the season overall as well. I think um, I, I think that that 
that uh, Jalen Hurts is about ready to take a step up this year. And mm. I like this team. I, I, I've, I've bet, I bet them early to win the division. Um, now all the value has been sucked out of it. So it's yeah. probably not a, not a good bet at this point. But when I, when I took it a couple of months ago, um, I got over two to one on that. So I'm, I'm happy with the Eagles. I like what they've done. Also Detroit, uh, Detroit's the kind of team that I might look to, to get a piece of when they're playing a softer team, but they don't traditionally handle these big physical lines like the Eagles present. Uh, Eagles went into Detroit last year and, and pounded them pretty good as a, oh, yeah. like a five, six point favorite. So I'm looking for a similar um Similar game this time, so I probably will have the Eagles as well. You've, you've highlighted some of the games that I really do like as well. So um, I'm high on the Eagles this year. I'm not as high on Detroit as as maybe the consensus is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm with you on the Eagles. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This one's going to really hurt to even talk about because I guarantee it's going to be one of the least bet games of the day. But Saints-Falcons, listen, I like the Saints this year. I bet them to win the division. I just, Jameis Winston as a road five-and-a-half point favorite, and I know the Falcons stink, but I think, David, we can probably agree their secondary is pretty good. Terrell and Hayward on the outside, if you, if you, I don't know what the odds are on a Jameis pick six, but would not shock me if Jameis suddenly had some issues. Um, it, could you talk yourself into betting the Falcons getting five and a half? Uh, I think this game's a stay away for me. I, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I like the Saints on the season. I don't really think the Falcons are. They're not deep. They're they're not strong. Um, but yeah, I mean, laying laying almost a touchdown. We don't really know what we're going to get out of this uh, Jameis Dennis Allen offense. I I, I want to believe that it's good. Um, I like the pieces they have. I like Jameis. Um, I think it's kind of a you know not an insulting way to what you said, but I think it's a kind of a tired take that you know Jameis throws all these interceptions and these pick sixes. That was that was what, three years ago? Three years, I yeah. mean, he was he was younger. He had didn't have as, you know, he w- didn't train under Drew Brees and, and Sean Payton. I mean, he's had a couple years with that system. He's got good receivers. He's And, and yeah, he might have thrown some interceptions. But you know what? I, I'll take the guy that's going for it. Um, he also threw for uh, 5,000 yards, I think, that year and uh, yeah. 30 touchdowns or something. So – I don't mind my guy being a gunslinger a little bit. I would much rather have that than a guy that's just, you know, dink and dunk and everything has to go perfect. I mean, yeah, Jameis might make a couple of big time negative plays, but he's going to throw some positive plays in there too. And uh, I think Jameis is going to have a nice year. I think the Saints are going to have a nice year. I like I like the the weapons they have. I mean, when Jarvis Landry is your number three. I mean, I don't love Jarvis, but I mean, the guy's reliable and it's nice to have, you know, a reliable set of hands as your third guy. You've got the deep, the deep play threat with Olave, um, Kamara's healthy and, and doesn't look like he's going to get suspended at all for the year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we don't know what we're going to get out of Thomas, but optimistically, I think we should get a good, healthy Thomas. So it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if the Saints blew them out. Um, but again, I'm not really looking to to jam a touchdown on the road versus a team that I'm not 100% sure what they're going to look like. Another divisional dog there. Now, the quintessential Jameis last year, right? Week one against the Packers. You remember this? 38-3, Jameis, five touchdowns, people yep. going crazy. Yep. Next week, goes on the road to Carolina, basically vomits all over himself, two interceptions, 100 yards passing, and they get smoked by Christian McCaffrey and Sam Darnold. Like, that is the Jameis experience. And that's the only thing that could scare me off the Saints long-term, but I'm already pot committed, unfortunately. Um, is there any other games you want to touch on that kind of jump out at you in week one? I will say, David, it is, I just love the Russell Wilson narrative, and I, I don't want to bet into it, but do you think it's six and a half now simply because it's the final game, it's Russell Wilson, revenge, you know, final game of the week? Do you think they inflated it to protect themselves 
against all the profits rolling over into uh, Monday night money line parlays and all that fun stuff? I think it's just essentially the market is is extremely cold on Geno Smith and really just in general on some of these bad teams. I think that the the you know, it's a quarterback driven league and and we yeah. just judge the entire team based on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I think essentially it's just that. Plus, you know, you do have the the Russell Wilson going back home narrative that's I mean, I think if they hung anything less than this, they they would just get I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like the Broncos this year. I'm not a rush supporter really? and I'm having I'm having trouble, you know, clicking the Seahawks button. So I can imagine how easy it is for people to click the Broncos who do like Russ and the Broncos. Yeah, I think the Broncos are the worst team in that division, honestly. That's I I, I don't get the I don't get the Broncos hype. Um wait, worse than the Raiders? Yeah, I, I like the Raiders this this year. I like the Raiders, I like the Chargers. Um, I'm not as sold on the chiefs as everybody else, but I do understand and respect, you know, what they've built there and that they do have, you know, one of the top quarterbacks and coach combinations in the league. Um, probably they do have just combined coach slash quarterback combination. Probably do have the best, but I'm not sure what I'm getting out of this Broncos team. I'm not sure Russell Wilson is the guy that we think he is. Is he good? Yeah, but I'm not sure he's elite. In my opinion, he's, you know, in that 10 to 15 range. And I don't, I don't really see all the talent that they, I'm just, I'm just not sold. I'm not sold on the Broncos. Um, That doesn't mean they won't go out and pace the the Seahawks, but I'll be looking to fade them when they're playing tougher teams. Interesting. Well, wait, what do you like about the Raiders? I really like that. I mean, I like that offense. I think Carr made some really good strides. I love Devontae Adams. I Waller, I think is great. And I mean, Renfro, I don't really like him as a number one, but I mean, he's him doing that, him in that role with Josh McDaniels, that, uh, that Amendola and Edelman and Wes Welker ran. I mean, this is, this is the way that Josh McDaniels has basically built an offense and run an offense with the Patriots. He has a quarterback that can throw the ball. He might not be, you know, on uh, skills test number one, but he's still going to go out there. He's going to, he's going to sling it around. He's got the deep threat and the possession receiver, like the Moss type with uh, Devontae Adams. He's got the Gronk type with Waller. He's got a stable of, he's got the, the Wes Welker, Julian Edelman piece with, with Renfro. He's got a stable of running backs that he doesn't really care who, who he uses. I mean, Jacobs is going to get plenty of runs and he's got, uh, Abdullah as the James, in the James White role probably, and I just kind of like what what they've got. The defense is obviously a big question mark, but I think they'll be in some shootouts, and and I like their chances to come out on top on on some of those. Um, obviously, the division is just brutal. So, um, yeah, so I mean, I just I see this offensive line stuff. I just worry opener. Uh, Bosa and Mac uh, Carr struggled in both games against the Chargers last year. Oh, I, I, don't, I, I don't I don't like them this week. I like them for oh, the okay. season. I, I actually do like the Chargers this week. Um, especially what the what the Raiders did to them on that last game of the year. Um, you know, they the Chargers need to win that game to get in the playoffs and they don't. And yeah. if they just tie, they go to the playoffs and the Raiders had a chance to just kick the field goal, send them both into or just down it, I think it was, and just both go into the to the playoffs. 
and they scored at the end of overtime where they didn't need to just to knock the Chargers out. I think Chargers, I think Chargers got a little something for them. So I, I do like the Chargers in that game. But um just for the over, I'm just talking overall season wise. I'm I'm higher higher on the Raiders than I am the Broncos, even though the win totals like one and a half difference in Vegas. Um, I saw that. I would I I would probably bet the Raiders versus the Broncos in uh, most wins. So I, I guess um, that means I like the under in the Broncos. <laughs> well, I was gonna, you said you mentioned under. We didn't talk any totals week one. Um, there, uh, you know, uh, so a lot of fra- flags in the preseason for this new uh, penalty, and there's some pushback. Oh, overs are going to hit because of the flags, and I don't know. I keep looking, and I, I see a bunch of unders week one. Um, maybe it's just the quarterback matchups, but are you are you jumping on any totals, or does that not really interest you as much? Uh, not as much. If I was gonna, if I was gonna attack a total, I would probably. I mean, I kind of like the the Patriots Dolphins under. Huh. Forty six seems pretty high for me with a team like the Patriots that I don't think are gonna are gonna push the ball downfield. Um, I know the Dolphins want to, but I don't know what they're going to be able to do week one versus a Belichick defense. So forty six seems a little high to me on uh, on that game. So I would kind of. If I was going to play a total, that would probably be my favorite total. But I'm I'm focused more on the sides for the contests and things like that. Um, another team that we didn't talk about, but um, my pick to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl that I got with the odds. I mean, not just straight, but I think the Vikings. I think the Vikings have a legitimate shot to make the Super Bowl. And uh, I jumped on them a few months ago and – uh, the market has continued to pound them down, so I got a really good price. I'm not sure how much value is left on them, but I really think this Vikings team has a lot of what it takes, a lot of what I'm looking for in a, in a team. They This team was on the precipice of being good last year, but their coach just held them back. I mean, Zimmer just – I feel like he just lost so many games late for them. I know Kirk Cousins kind of gets a rap that he doesn't win the big game, but I, I'm going to put a little bit of that on – on Zimmer, and I really think uh, O'Connell can really open up Cousins to be a lot more successful. Um, their skill position players may be the best in the league with Jefferson and Cook and Thielen. Irv Smith, I think, is is underrated. Um, you know, I, I think that the Vikings have enough on defense. They're not great, but enough with this high-powered offense that, that they can win a lot of games. I not sure that Green Bay is coming back as strong as they were, and I'm not buying the Lions and the Bears. So when I'm looking for a sleeper, I really want an easy path to have uh, or a somewhat easy path to have home games in the playoffs. And I think the Vikings path is pretty open. Um, they just have to get by Green Bay. And obviously, you know, every division winner is going to have their odds are going to be a lot lower to make the Super Bowl. So I was able to get 23 to one on the Vikings to get to the Super Bowl. And really all we have to do is get by the Packers to win the division and they'll be a top two or three seed. So um, that's kind of where I like a little long shot. If you're looking to, you know, put yeah, a long shot. No, that's funny. Uh, now we have not previously discussed this, but when I did go to Vegas, uh, I think it was my second biggest play 
was on the Vikings to win the NFC. I have the ticket. Oh, really? Somewhere. So we both have uh, the, we both have. What'd you get? What yeah, you get? I, you know, it's sad. I don't know this off the top of my head, but it's on the ticket upstairs. Uh, you know, I put them in a safe like a loser. Um, <laughs> no, I don't look at them until the up. end of the season. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm bullish on the Vikings. Bet them to win the division. Good. Uh, I actually put a little on Kirk Cousins MVP. That that feels like a, a a long shot given Jefferson is so good and will probably half his vote. But yeah, I, I like the O'Connell stuff. Now I will say in week one, I, 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 it's tough for me to like the Vikings, David, simply because I've watched that Rams offense struggle against the Packers defense. Um, and, and O'Connell was with that Rams offense. So like, I, I think the Packers will probably shut down Minnesota a little bit more than we think in week one. And then Minnesota will have a ton of value. My belief in week two. Yeah. Well, I, I also am not as confident this week as I am for just bullish on them for the season. I do like them this week. Um, but I kind of look at it as it doesn't really matter either way. I mean, I'll probably have some Vikings this week, but um, the Vikings this week and next week, they have the Packers and the Eagles, two games where I'm not totally confident that they're going to deliver, but either one of two things are going to happen. They're going to get off to a decent start and I'm going to make some money there and build some equity, (laughs) or they'll probably be able to come back in week three, four, five and get a little few more points on, on the Vikings. So either one's fine. I I actually don't mind if you have, uh, if you have a spot to put down money and you don't have to, you know, get it out of your pocket. I kind of even like just attacking the Vikings over for the win total for the year instead of this week. Because if they win this game against the Packers, that's basically all but cashed, barring catastrophic injuries across the board. I think if they beat the Packers this week, that over nine is bad. I mean, that's free money. But yeah. if they lose to the Packers, I still think they have a reasonable chance to get there. So I kind of like that as a kind of a back around way to get some yeah. action on this game. Do you know this is going to sound silly to some people? But do you play any alternate win totals? Like if I if I'm so bullish on the Vikings and so are you, would you advise someone to go out there and get really good plus money on like over eleven and a half wins for the Vikings? If that was the alternate win total, I mean you can. I I don't traditionally do that. I'm I'm pretty simple in my in my attacking there. Um, I'll just I'd just rather win by two or three and not have and at least have a sweat if I was a little bit wrong and they're they're good but they're not as good as I thought yeah um and I think I still got out chat shot at the Super Bowl just based on the fact that even if they're a wild card I mean I'm still have a shot I think there's really only eight teams that I think have eight to nine teams in the NFC that I think even have a shot of the playoffs so um I'm kind of pretty bullish on on them at their price I, I think if they're just in the tournament I, I think there could be some serious um, downgrades for the Bucks and Packers this year. So yeah, I'm looking no, for alternate you. spots. The, the other problem, you know, we don't need to go much longer, but like just season long win total, like fluky stuff happens. Like if you had the Panthers a win total over last year, you're looking great with McCaffrey. He goes down and you're toast. Yeah. You know, and so it, it does kind of stink that way to be betting all these season future stuff. But um. David, as always, a g- tremendous stuff. Obviously, good luck in the season-long contest. I'm sure when you're you know, leading the damn thing halfway through and I'm not <laughs> within striking distance, I'll ask you to come back on. Maybe your partners will let you. Um, any other par- parting shots? You want to add anything there at the end about poker or NFL or your trip out of the country right before the football season? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm excited for football season. I 
I love listening to you and, and getting your takes on it. And, and you bring some really good guests on, um, was that Aaron shot? I think was on, uh, was one of my favorite shots. Uh, yeah. He's shots. good. Yeah. That was one of my favorite podcasts that, that I've listened to. I, I got a lot of information out of that one. So keep, keep killing it. I mean, you're doing a great job out there and, uh, excited for the year. And, um, you know, I'll be posting, I'll post my picks on, uh, my Twitter feed, AU David B. And, um, you know, just remember I'm, I'm just, uh, <laughs> amateur lover of the sport and DJing. So, I mean, don't, uh, don't hate me if you lose money, but, uh, on picks I've made, but we've done good the last couple of years. So we'll see if yeah. we can continue this year. Yeah. Any gambler who says they haven't lost money is totally lying or not really gambling. Uh, all right, David Baker, good stuff. Congratulations. And we'll talk to you soon, Dave. Thanks. Appreciate it. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4... Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Good, good stuff from David Baker. The guy has delivered in these Vegas season-long tournaments. He knows his stuff when it comes to the NFL. It's interesting. He doesn't have a model. It doesn't sound like he adheres to a lot of the other systems where it's like, oh, you gotta, you got to take the division divisional dog. And I, I like Baker. He marches to the beat of his own drum. I'm going to quickly go through some of the games that I like this weekend. We'll just buzz through all of them. I'm not going to spend a ton of time. Start Ravens-Jets. Ravens seven point favorites. I, you know, when the number came out, I think it was the guy Connor Allen, our guest earlier this week. Jets team total was eighteen and a half. I don't know how they get there, unless there's a scoop and score, a pick six, special teams, something. I don't see how the Jets are scoring nineteen points in this. I mean, that means at least two touchdowns. Could they get a touchdown in six field goals, five field goals? So that means they got to move the football. Are they going to with Joe Flacco? We don't know about Dwayne Brown who missed practice Thursday. Their left tackle. Crazy stat I saw. The Jets' offensive line played 21 snaps together in the preseason. That's it. That's not ideal. And you're going against a Ravens team that traditionally has been blitz-happy. I know they have a new defensive coordinator. John Harbaugh, 10-4 and against the spread in, in season openers. He's just money. I know that small sample size, and McVay was 5-0 and before. He got his butt kicked last night. It, it just, I have a hard case, hard time making a case for the Jets here. I would look at the under. You know, I could see this being like 31-7, 31-10. It just, I don't don't see how you can make a case for the Jets. I don't necessarily want to bet on the Jets, um, but seven on the road is a huge number. It is not divisional, so I don't know if I'll include it in the contest. Saints-Falcons is interesting. The more I, I, you guys know I like the Saints this year. I don't like the Falcons. Nobody does. But from a strictly matchup perspective, there's a scenario where Jameis Winston struggles to complete passes against A.J. Terrell and Casey Hayward. Arguably top three cornerback combo in the NFC. Terrell was fantastic last year. They're the only hope on that defense. The rest, the front seven's not good. So are we going to see a Kamara a show? You know, divisional matchup. Again, that's the big buzzword. Uh, Jameis on the road. I know it is a dome situation, and the Saints offense should look better, but... it's tough for me to lay points with Jameis Winston on the road. That is just not a recipe for long-term success in the NFL. That being said, I can see Dennis Allen's front seven just obliterating the Falcons. It it, it would be Falcons for me in the contest. I don't think I can bet at at five and a half. If it somehow hits six, I'd take the Saints at six. But I did lose money on them a bunch last year at at good numbers, and it, it hurts. 49ers, Bears, a touchdown is the spread. Trey Lance, in his like real debut, I mean, last year as a rookie, you know, thrown into the fire. I imagine they'll have some exotic stuff ready. Bears offensive line is a dumpster fire. 49ers should maul them up front. But this is this a game where it's we're going to run and play it safe with Trey Lance, and that means a close game. And a total of 40? 
Favored by seven. Again, this is another game I just don't love. A road favorite of seven? Like, I just, I'm not, I'm not really into laying that. Now, this is one I do like. Steelers, six and a half point dogs in Cincinnati. And, and I explained this on Cowherd Show yesterday. The Bengals were favored, I believe, in two games last year. They're now favored in something like 14 games this season. So the role has been reversed from Hunter to the Hunted. There was expectations this season. There were none last season. The Bengals went in every game like, oh, they're the Bengals. We'll see. And Burrow just shocked the world, and they were big underdogs, and they covered. They were a covering machine. Steelers made the playoffs last year somehow. They were not good. I don't think they're going to be good this year. But if there ever is a Mike Tomlin spot to get his team pumped up, hey, man, these guys worked our asses last year, 65-20 to 20 combined in the two games. Okay? 65-20. And now you have Burrow coming off the appendectomy, didn't play in the preseason, has four new starters on the offensive line. It's like, wait a minute. How much does he work with these guys? Oh, you're facing TJ Watt, who appears healthy and fine, and he's going to go. Not ideal. Now, the kicker is Tomlin in these underdog spots in the division. This number is staggering. The Fox Research staff comes up with some great stuff. 19-6-2 against the spread as an underdog in the AFC North is Mike Tomlin. Not often the dog, but when he is, he knows how to get the troops fired up and delivered. Now, I, I know you're saying, Jason, you're betting on Mitch Trubisky on the road. I'm not necessarily betting Trubisky. I'm betting six and a half. That's the number. I just don't think you could pass it up. This totally is one of those, similar to last year, Steelers go on the road to Buffalo. Nobody gives them a chance. Everybody likes the Bills. Bills lay an egg. Steelers come away with the victory. I can totally see a special teams gaffe here. I know the Bengals have the better kicker. But I think the Steelers, for me, will be a, a surefire contest play, as I talked about with um, Baker in the interview. Eagles-Lions, we also touched on that. I will be on the Eagles. Just too much love for the Lions. I, I got to monitor the injury report Friday and Saturday before I go uh, significant on the Eagles. Patriots-Dolphins, I think I like the Dolphins. I want to see that final Patriots injury report. It's weird. Belichick's being cagey. That's not weird. That's on brand for Bill. Uh, like, I don't really know... I don't know what to expect. Is this going to be a low-scoring Patriots team? Are they going to go tempo? What's up with the play calling? Like just a lot of unknowns. So I feel like the Dolphins are probably the side, but at three and a half, it's not the best number. This was two and a half. If you had got it then, hey, great. Jags, Commanders, I talked a little bit about this with Baker. I'm on the Jags. Now, I did bet this in Vegas last week, so I got the better number, three and a half. Two and a half, not as ideal. I think the Jags win this outright. Just a quick reminder, Doug Peterson intimately familiar with the commanders from his time in Philly. Doug Peterson also coached Carson Wentz for five years. Peterson's a good coach. The guy won a Super Bowl. He outdueled Belichick. I know if Nick Foles gets all the credit, Peterson was the head coach. So I, I would not be surprised if Peterson had some stuff schemed up for Wentz, who, by the way, in the season finale last year, Wentz with the Colts, against the Jags, cost him a playoff spot in the game. He got sacked six times. Now you add Trayvon Walker, the number one pick. Now you add Devin Lloyd, the rookie linebacker out of Utah. Two number one picks. They're going to start on a defense that really bottled up Wentz, actually in both games. Now he did win the other one, but he failed miserably. The Colts kicked him to the curb. I think you got to go Jags here or nothing. 
I'm going to pass on Browns Panthers. I wanted to take Panthers with some Browns money that came in. The lines now pick them. I kind of want Panthers. I think Browns are a good teaser leg, as TA said uh, a week ago here. Colts Texans. I really, really like the Colts to win this. I want to take them in Survivor, but I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm scared of Reich. Season openers, he continuously fails. Money has come in. This is eight down to seven. Divisional matchup. Big favorite on the road. These are just some red flags, guys. So it's a tough one. Giants, I've talked about ad nauseum here and on Cowherd Show. I am on them six and a half. I'll be on them in the contest. I like the Giants. I like them to win outright against the Titans. Packers, Vikings. I like the Vikings this season. I don't like them in this spot. Interesting nugget is Kevin O'Connell, the new Vikings coach. He's going to be pretty damn good. Pretty damn good with the Vikings this year. I think the offense is going to look great. Here's my issue. That offense, that Rams offense, when you bring it against this Packers defense, it has struggled in two meetings. Go look at the numbers. The Rams really struggle against this Packers defense. So does that mean O'Connell's offense is going to struggle? I don't know, but if you remove Justin Jefferson with Jair Alexander and you win the battle at the line of scrimmage, this is going to be a big Jones-Dillon running game from the Packers. My bro- uh, my, my brother, my son, is starting both of them this week. I advised him. I said, listen, Packers run defense, kind of light. I don't see Aaron flinging it around. <sighs> kind of like the Packers, guys. Chiefs-Cardinals, it's Chiefs or pass for me. I, I just can't make a case. Rondale Mur- Moore got hurt. Hamstring. So they're now down their top three receivers from last year. Kirk is gone. Hopkins suspended. Moore injured. Ertz may not play. Like, what are you doing taking the Cardinals here? I know you're betting a number, but you really got to focus on these injuries. Their center missed some practice time this week. Andy Reid and openers. I know, Jason. McVay, openers. Just, I'm rambling now. Um, I'm going to go Chargers over the Raiders. I, I like the Chargers pick. I know it's always dicey, high-scoring game, probably a field goal game. Uh, I'm going to ride the Chargers. Um, and then la- we'll talk about Seahawks-Broncos on Monday. Lastly, I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Hopefully it doesn't hit three. I think I like Tampa to take down Dallas. All right, guys, that's a long podcast. Uh, enjoy the first weekend of NFL. I'll be on social media more than I have on weekends in the past because NFL's back. One college football special for you, Texas gets blown out in the first half. Alabama first half is a money play. I'll also have college football picks that will go up on the Fox website soon. Um, I can, Just because you guys are great and have listened this deep into the podcast, let me call up my document here. I am on Texas first half. I got South Carolina at eight and a half. They're at Arkansas. I got lucky against Arkansas last week because I got the number early, but if you bet it late, you did not win that one. I'm on Stanford at ten and a half. And at nine and a half, it's down to eight and a half now. I know USC juggernaut, blah, blah, blah. Um, Appalachian State, I will be on first half at Texas A&M. They're in a look-ahead spot. They will face um, Miami next week. They don't care about App State. They're just going to pull in the oars second half and and coast. I'm looking App State first half. I really like that in – I think that's in – yeah, that's in College Station. And finally, um, no, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, Enjoy the weekend. Talk to you Monday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. 
Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.